Welcome to the Vita Foods Insights Podcast. Join us as we explore the latest in science and innovation, helping the global health and nutrition industry connect, develop, and progress. Today's host is Heather Granato, Vice President of Content. Well, hello, and welcome to the Vita Foods Insights podcast. I'm so pleased to welcome my colleague, Shelley Sapson from Informa's Boulder, Colorado office. Hi, Shelley. Hi, Heather. Thanks for having me today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Um, so Shelley, you've got a great background in both law and business, which we've really been able to leverage into having you work with exhibitors at our natural products expos and supply side events around regulatory compliance and market entry requirements. So given this ongoing global interest in all things natural products and the robust nature of the U.S. market, this seemed like a great opportunity for us to chat a bit about what companies that are considering entering the U.S. need to know and maybe some lessons learned. Uh, Are we ready to get ourselves rolling? That sounds great. I'd love to do that. Perfect. So let's start by talking about Expo West. Now, while the event was unfortunately canceled this year due to the pandemic, it's really well known for being an industry launch pad, as well as for high quality standards. So could you give me some insight around some common questions that you encounter from companies that are looking to launch products into the market via Expo West? Yeah, and, and that's that's really true, Heather. The um, the Natural Products uh, Expo was the place where we started our standards program. and. Uh, We've had product standards there for almost 20 years now, and it's become a real part of the event's identity and its integrity. Uh, Because it's a natural product show, one of the most common questions we get is whether or not uh, a business has to have all organic products in order to exhibit at Expo. And it's true, we have an organic pavilion, and that pavilion um, has all organic exhibitors in it. You have to be certified organic to to be on that part of the show floor. Uh, But we also encourage other companies who may not have organic products yet, or may only have some organic products, to come to the show as well. Expo West is one of the best places to learn about how to certify your products as organic. And we also have so much education about uh, why it's important to be organic or have organic products as a business proposition and also um, just because it's good for our for our health and our environment. Absolutely. Are there any unique questions or challenges from foreign companies as they are looking to launch finished products into the United States around the expos? Yeah, um, for ingredient suppliers, I would say one of the trickiest questions is um, uh, around substantiation. And often this comes as a real surprise to companies, especially those who are conscientious about the quality of their studies. So even when the quality of the study is satisfactory, and even if the study was directly applicable to the ingredient, and even if the study uh, supports the claim that the company wants to make, the company is still limited by regulation as to what it can include on their product label. So that could example, be really difficult. Yes. Yeah. No. I, well, it is, and it's, and it's particularly difficult when you've gone to you've gone to the trouble of making the study a good one. But for example, if if a study demonstrated that an ingredient was an effective antiviral, 
Um, even if that's true, that claim is not one that is permitted on U.S. marketing um, or product labels for dietary supplements, foods, beverages, or cosmetics. There are ways to get that information across to customers, um, but it is helpful to have a little guidance about how to do that correctly. I can imagine that would be challenging for companies. Certainly, there's a lot of science happening around the world in different populations and how you really translate that uh, to marketing materials or claims that would be understandable for end consumers. That's that's a tricky uh, tightrope to walk. It is. And, and finished uh, goods manufacturers have a similar problem with claims. So in Europe and you know other com- countries like Australia and Canada, uh, there are lists of approved claims that businesses are free to use uh, for appropriate ingredients. In the U.S., we have very, very few approved claims. And instead, uh, typically what a company has to do is look to the regulations for guidance about what kind of claims they can put on their product. We do have a few approved claims, but they're tricky. Uh, There are very specific requirements that you have to meet and there's very specific language that you have to use. So again, this is an area where uh, it's it's possible to make the claims, but it can be very a very different process than international companies are used to in their own countries. I really appreciate that. It's one of the things that actually bolstered the United States in terms of growth of the dietary supplement market, certainly back after the passage of Deshay in the mid-90s, the idea of structure function claims. At the same time, sometimes a company wants a little bit more from a guardrails perspective, so they understand what they can and can't do and say instead of cannot treat, mitigate, cure, cure, prevented disease, you know, FDA has not assessed this language, what does your substantiation file need to look like? That could be certainly complicated for folks who aren't enmeshed in it in the day-to-day like you are. Yeah, that's very true. We try to make it easy um, when, when people come to us, but but it can it can be a little tricky. So maybe you could share a couple of success stories where you really helped a company understand what they needed to do and really penetrate the U.S. market. Uh, absolutely. In, in fact, I actually just got an email last night from um, a Canadian company uh, called Righteous Gelato. Uh, they have delicious gelato flavors, and they were emailing me because I had helped them uh, make their their labeling U.S. compliant as they moved from uh, Canadian uh, distribution to U.S. distribution, and they wrote me to say that they had just finished their first run for U.S. market, and they were sending it off uh, for U.S. distribution, and they were really excited. And I was pleased because uh, they were actually uh, the first company that had worked with a new program we're introducing called Market Ready. So it was it was great to 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 hear about their success. Uh, that's that's exciting, and to you know, delicious gelato. Who isn't looking forward to that, right? That's right. <laughs> uh, one of the other things that I find notable from the natural products information that is gathered is what our next team does. You know, they have some interesting services for clients who are looking for market insights around white space opportunities. So, could you speak to some of the trend reporting and concept testing that's really? Uh, proven successful for innovative brands and dovetails with the compliance and regulatory insights that we're bringing to these companies? 
Absolutely. So I actually, I have, I have a great example of this. A, a, a gentleman from Japan recently called me and he was very interested in, in going to Expo. Um, he has a very successful product in Japan, but he wasn't sure whether or not that would translate in the U.S. market. And so he was he was trying to gather some additional information about whether it made sense. And if so, you know, would, would West be best or would East be best? And I was able to say to him, you know, we've got this great service offered through Next, which will actually help you test your product. And what you can do is you can you can work with the Next team. They've got um, a pool of consumers who do testing for them. It's, I think, about a thousand people, and they'll send that product out, and then they can get feedback for uh, a businessman like this who wants to know is the product going to be successful? And if so, which region of the country will it be most successful in? And that way they can provide him with some real data uh, so he understands um, what the potential is in the United States. And there's actually next has done a case study that I can I can tell you about in more detail, and what what that involved was a company who was interested in determining whether or not consumers uh, valued uh, products that were manufactured using regenerative agriculture, and they were able to send that concept out to this consumer pool and get information about whether or not um, consumers. Uh, valued that enough to purchase the product and and they could tell at you know what percent of the group would actually intend to purchase that in within a year of uh, of hearing about it and and then also determine whether consumers are willing to pay more for that concept and and it, that kind of thing is really helpful to uh, uh, business that is evaluating um, value claims and what consumers are really interested in and whether or not it makes sense for them to be able to invest in these things that that are really advantageous but but they have to have they have to they have to make a profit so next can give them that data and then in addition to the concept lab which is is just a, a really powerful tool the other thing that next does is it looks at trends so it looks at ingredient trends and also category trends. Uh, so, for example, um, last year, some of the uh, concept trends that uh, Next identified were things like microbiome and um, uh, personalized nutrition, uh, a, whole, a whole bunch of different things. And one of the things that's great about uh, the Next team is that there's a great synergy between uh, the program that I work with and uh, and the next team. So uh, we've recently introduced Market Ready, which is a program that um, takes some of the resources from Informa and uh, pulls them together with the regulatory side from Market Ready. And what this means for something like what I'm describing now is, if a company identifies microbiome as uh, a category that they really want to get involved in, uh, they have the data from trends to know that that's, that's probably a smart move. Uh, but as they enter a new category, maybe maybe they're a company that has done uh, dietary supplements from, from microbiome products, and now they've decided that it would be really good to go into a cosmetic product also probably a great idea, but as you change product categories, there are different regulatory requirements. So you get the data from Next, and then you get this regulatory piece that, that helps 
um, make sure that as you enter these new markets, you're doing it in a compliant way um, so that you can be most successful. So it's a great, a really great synergy. Absolutely. It's a pretty, pretty convenient that you have this all under one roof, so to speak. So you can bring together the long industry expertise of the entire team uh, with health and nutrition, you know, regulatory compliance and white space and trends and consumer data. Uh, so I can see how that could really accelerate a company's go-to-market strategy. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think the key to accelerating uh, the go-to-market strategy is to be able to effectively break down each of the barriers that might slow a business down. Uh, the great thing about Market Ready is that it takes this regulatory expertise uh, to help companies manage risk as they are entering either the U.S. market or a or if they're a startup or even a new category of business. But this is what I'm really excited about. At the same time, it also brings together all of these other informer resources like Next Trends that focus on accelerating growth, and they're all available in one place, which which is great because it's there are a lot of transaction costs from going to lots of different experts and lots of different places to find the information you need. So when you put these things together, you end up with uh, a, a lot greater speed as you as you're entering the market. You uh, increase your return on investment, and your long-term sustainability is protected. So we're really excited about Market Ready. Well, it sounds like an exciting launch. And certainly as the you know consumers continue to look for unique health supporting products, uh, this is the area where they're going to be turning to natural products. Retailers, they're going to be looking online and certainly finding compliant wonderful health promoting products. So excited about this new launch and I believe we'll have some uh, a link in our landing page. So for our listening audience, if you're looking for more information, you'll be able to get connected in with Shelly and her team, ask them some questions. I'm excited to see what new products might be coming to market. Hopefully the next time we're all able to gather at a natural products expo or a supply side event. Thanks so much, Heather. Thank you, Shelley, and thank you to our listeners as well. 